Hi, it's Eric, and this is the Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast, featuring highlights from our show on 101.9 FM, The Mix, WTMX Chicago, sponsored by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. (laughs) Giving birth, a glorious event. And there's a show that finds out what women want as push presents to celebrate the gift of life. One mom chimed in, boob job at an Escalade. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you asked her, what's your ultimate push present? She's like, well, I'm just going to be honest. If you want me to say ultimate, boob job at an Escalade. We're back with more coming up. However, that same show within a one-minute commercial break can take the gift of life and turn it into something dark. I think I have uh, the reputation... Of, uh, of being cynical or, or looking or seeing the negative and things. It's not even close, folks. When it comes to the real person, I've never met anybody that sees the negative more than Melissa. What? You That's think she's a... all sunny and warm and no. fun? I thought you were going to say me. <laughs> no. Okay. No, you. No, oh, it's Melissa. Because <laughs> just a second ago, she says off the air, you know, not to be morbid or anything, but who do you think is going to, among us, is going to die first? How do you even... What do... brought that into your exactly. mind? Exactly. How do you even get to that thought a second ago somebody was getting a boob job in an escalade <laughs> you're like and you do you see do you see what i'm saying no i don't know how you she th- is uh, yeah. dark and cynical and you just don't ever see it well you, i have a theory kind you of and about... your co-workers who will kick the bucket first well do you folks uh, have this at your workplace you have a co-worker that comes in and goes you know on the drive-in i was just thinking uh, which one of us is going to die first because if you do maybe different job <laughs> i'm thinking about Mine. it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, yeah, so True apparently uh, as push president, you're going to get a boob job and an Escalade. We're back with more coming up. I wonder who's going to die. <laughs> Probably Eric. Or Maybe me. me. Not Whip. God, I hope it's Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. The show that brings everything full circle. Eric in the morning with Melissa and Whip with more free trips to Mexico. No way to dampen the spirit of that sun-drenched broadcast. Lather up the sunscreen. I had a mole looked at recently, and the doctor told me that due to the extent of its irregular borders, I'm flirting with the melanoma. Chips, dip at a Mexico trip. Queso Fundido! There's a lot going on there. Yeah, I know. How did we get to Queso Fundido on all that? It came out of nowhere. Voice guy's a master. He is a master. How did you get to that, by the way? That uh, I wonder which one of us is going to die first. Thought process. I never um, really, I never really in that promo you can hear. I never really got to the reasons why. Uh, I have this um, theory in my head that could be completely wrong. But if you, um, gosh, I don't want to have anybody be freaking out. But oh boy. No, like if you're si- if you're sick a lot, or you know, you get a lot of colds and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and how you recover from them, I mm. feel like that just shows how strong your body is. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I mean, when I get a cold or whatever, it lasts like three weeks. And when, like, for example, Whip gets a cold, he's over it in like three days usually. Sure. So he's clearly a much, you know, stronger person. He's a better immune system. Strong as an ox. That's my uh, yeah. motto. And yeah. I feel like that means he's going to live longer. maybe he just, maybe... In the instance that you might be witnessing, maybe, you know, the cold just isn't as bad. Could be, but it seems to happen a lot. Hmm. His cold's almost never So your never theory then is time. you're going to die first. first of all of us? Yeah, because you don't get sick that often. Right. So it'll be me. Okay. Well, congratulations, I guess, I, <laughs> on your big win. Yeah. <laughs> or loss. I don't know. That's just my theory, you know. Well, okay. I understand all of that. Got it. My question, though, was... How did you get there? Like why I was even thinking about right, it? Right, yeah. I, I don't know. It just sort of just popped up in my head. Maybe it was because deep inside maybe I, you know, have a slight concern about that. Oh, well, that's um, very, very laid down on the psychiatrist couch kind of infor- yeah. information yeah. to have. It doesn't happen often, you know, once a year, twice a year, where I'll be like, if I get sick, I'm like, man. You're so wondering if you sick, expect death. Yeah, I'm like, Maybe it's well, this flu thing with everybody dying that got it in your brain. That is a lot it, of big that news. That was part of it. That yeah. was part of it. Yeah. By the way, we got the flu shots yesterday. Did you? Yes. Good. There was, it was an interesting afternoon with screaming and yelling and crying and puking. <laughs> Mostly by you? <laughs> by my son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he have the flu? No. 
Your neighborhood just hit worked himself though, right? up into a lather. Over the, sh- over the shot itself. Yeah. You know, that needle. Right. Mm-hmm. My son is the exact same way, and he's 16, and he still really? wants nothing oh, to do no. with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there puking? Uh, no, but did there, I remember at his age, there was holding him down, and not just by one or two people, like, they had to bring an army in, oh, the team, no. which I'm certain somewhere deep in his psyche has, you know, affected him. When, you, when you're, you know, you're five and there's four people holding you down for someone to stick you with something, it's, yeah. you know, that has a... That has a certain Quentin Tarantino movie quality it to does, it. It does, it does. Maybe it'll yeah. scare you off needles. That's probably a good thing, actually. Being scared off needles? Yeah. In certain ways. Oh, well, <laughs> now that's dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't... So you're saying... Yeah, that is dark. <laughs> I don't know that you want it, but I think we're, we're saying that you're hoping for the exact opposite, that you can find a way that your child won't be that fearful to the point of vomiting. But, well, but you're right. At I'm least you at won't the, be a heroin addict right. now. I'm looking at the bright side for way down the oh, road. My, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what you say to him as, right. as a five-year-old. Yeah. Well, the good side is, is you're vomiting, crying, throwing up, and four right. guys are holding you down. You might have a reluctance to be a heroin yeah. addict. Yeah. If, if he eventually gets into some kind of a grunge rock band, right. he's going to be the one that's in the best shape out right. of all his bandmates. Right, right. This has been the weirdest start to the show in quite some time. Quite some time. Ah, all right. Uh, the good news is here. Let's let's find some good news, and I think I have it for you. That uh, chips dip and a Mexico trip queso fundido returns this morning at seven twenty. Oh yeah. And today is a <laughs> kind of work for it sort of day. Mm-hmm. In that at seven twenty, we'll give you the topic we'll be looking for, and uh, the time that we will be looking for you to become involved. And one of you that does in the best possible way will win the Apple Vacation to join us on the beach. Oh, okay. And I think there is an off chance. I'm going to go better than an off chance that we uh, hear from our good friend, Mixed Marketing Director, Big Karwowski, who is currently at the resort, Secrets Playa Mujeres, in Mexico. Man, is right he now. a lucky guy to be working out there. Yeah, especially today. Yeah. Wait, this is going to oh, go, my exactly. gosh. This is bad stuff today. It is. So maybe we'll check in with him a little bit later on this morning. And okay. And see if we can actually smell the coconut oil through the phone. I'm going to have him send me a photo of the sunshine and sandy beaches. Oh, okay. Good idea. Uh, yeah, you heard Whip allude to it. Mostly cloudy today, then becoming gradually sunny. But don't you believe it. <laughs> Temperatures are going to fall to around 15 by 5 o'clock. So what we're telling Ooh. you, what you leave to go to work to and what you come home to are going to be two completely different climates again. Crazy. And by the time you're ready to go to bed tonight, it's going right. to be even worse than that. Right. Uh, yeah, the overnight low is three, and then the high tomorrow Ooh. is 18. Wow. Ridiculous. Although, you know, I'm not as stunned by it, because I remember that stretch where the overnight low was three for, like, 21 straight days. Right. It's I just know. the swing in temperature yeah. that's exactly. shocking. Yeah. It's like if it was just, uh, we got used to that eventually, even though it sucked every step of the way. Yeah. Now we're kind of like, all right, 32, we can live, and the next thing you know, it's going to be unbelievable again. Saturday. Uh, 50-50 chance of snow, and we're looking at, uh, what are we looking at, highs Highs of 34, so you're back in that neighborhood. Sunday, only 25, though, so Mm. Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, we'll be in front of our screens anyway Sunday. A roaring fire, Yep. a big plate of chicken wings. You got it. Let's get right to uh, this morning's Hey, I Was Wondering at 554. It comes to us from Trish. Uh, Hey, Eric, I was watching the State of the Union earlier this week, and, of course, the follow-up that everybody's been talking about with Joe Kennedy and his lips. Yeah. I I was wondering, has it ever been officially determined? Was that spittle all over his lips or was it chapstick? Just wondering. Thanks. Yeah, that was chapstick. Yeah, I believe he said it was chapstick afterwards. In fact, I believe, uh, because I was reading a story this morning, uh, that he's on the verge of perhaps signing an endorsement deal with chapstick because chapstick has issued a statement regarding Joe Kennedy's lips now. Yeah. Hmm. Well, they did look smooth. Yeah. There there had been some question as to whether or not he over-applied went a little overboard with his application of his chapstick to make it look, well, the way it looked. Chapstick has now gone on the record and said, no, in fact, he did it exactly right. Mm -hmm. A representative for the company. Listen to you. Mm -hmm. You know know why you say that? I love overplying. Because you do it. Exactly. Your lips look like Joe Kennedy's every day. They are shiny right now like that. I put it on. You don't just put it on. You, I you layer, layer it, on. it. You go I round do. and round and round and round and round and round. You go. But I have a. I hate the feeling of it not being in the corner of my mouth and which just being what, on the top and bottom. Which is what caused Joe Kennedy all the controversy because right. he got it in the corners and it looked like you know he was drooling all yeah, over right. himself, he was trickling down. Yeah. A representative for the company 
which uh, is said to be the culprit of the congressman's extra shiny uh, finish Tuesday night, says Kennedy, in fact, did not go overboard with the product. A spokesperson says they encourage generous application of our products, mm -hmm. adding that it appears that JK3, as they're calling him, okay, that Jos Joseph Kennedy III, JK3, all right, took our advice to heart and put his lips first. Get it? Heart, yep. heart and lips. Take an advantage, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I would imagine <laughs> that they would want you to use as much as possible so you have to buy more. Um, makes Could sense be. to me. Yeah, I would imagine the same thing, although I, I would think you got to be careful when you when you look a little ridiculous because you have too much on. I don't know that the company really wants you to look that way. They have to spin it to the best possible way that they can. Are you supposed to be able to tell someone I has chat? I, I don't, I don't feel think like you it's are. the kind of thing you're supposed to notice. Yeah, yeah. I do on Melissa, though. Yeah. Round and how many times? You probably go around 25 times. <laughs> it's got to be more than that. They should call you for an endorsement. <laughs> you know, what's, right. hey, you know yeah. what's interesting about that? I said that, and for the first time in, in, a, in a great period of time, I wasn't exaggerating. <laughs> I actually thought. <laughs> Where do you go around 25 times? <laughs> no, I really mean that. <laughs> That's like a legitimate number. You probably do. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, you probably go around yeah. 25 times. I wonder if because, you know, he was talking so much and for so long, if after a while, just the movement made it sort of yeah. like, yeah. you know, that work its way down a little bit. And that I stuff don't was know, packed on there. I don't know if this is related, but, you know, I, really, who remembers these uh, other parties' uh, counter speeches after the State of the Union? Most of the time, no one remembers who did and what they said. Oh, yeah. The only two we remember yeah. are this one and then a few years ago, Marco Rubio, Rubio having to pause and get a drink of water because he was dry-mouthed in the middle. Yeah, I saw that. They were doing a story yesterday on Joe Kennedy, and they well, they went to that clip, the Marco Rubio, I'm dying of thirst over here clip. <laughs> so I wonder if he was afraid his lips would start cracking on him or something in the middle of the speech. Can't wait to see what happens next year. <laughs> Last hour during the 5.30 club. Uh, Melissa brought it up. All right, what happened? Oh, the, the flu shot yesterday? Yeah, was, yeah. We both got one. Uh, no, when you say we both. Me and my son. Okay, so you decided to go out and, and get the flu shot because you've seen a couple of things on the news about it. Yep. All right, uh, and, and what happens? Well, uh, not only was there a long line, but once we, for the flu shot, sure. uh, once we got in there, there was a lot of crying, screaming, By flailing. By you or him? Him. That's what, that would be me, actually. <laughs> yeah. We got in there and behind us, Eric was crying, screaming, and flailing. Yeah, running behind the chair, crying. Really? Had to hold him down. Uh-huh. Uh, when that happened, then there was some puking. So, so some he, puking. he worked himself into such a lather that he threw up at the thought of a flu shot. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. It was not good. So this, uh, ultimately he did get it? Oh, yeah. And there was, a, there was screaming and terror and all those things? All of it. Yeah, he will hold that against you till he's 35. <laughs> I know. I felt bad, but I'm like, I kept saying, you you know, let's just do this just in case, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, you can't use the just in case rationale with a, how old is he? Seven. Yeah, we, no. when you're seven, the just in case doesn't come doesn't into play. Matter. He thinks he'd rather get the flu than right. just get this needle at this he particular moment. He actually said moment. that. Right, <laughs> right. Some people feel the same way too, even as adults. Right. You know, I'll take the flu. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, was this witnessed by a lot of people? Was it one of those kind of uh, public tantrums that caused everybody to look the other way and pretend they don't see it? Well, we were in a room, but it was so loud that everybody outside the room had to have heard it. Okay. And there were two women in the room with me. Okay. Um, one tried to distract with her phone playing some video or something. Yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If that doesn't work, nothing's going to, yeah. though. But there were five children. One woman had five young kids outside waiting, and they were all waiting to get the flu shot. Yeah. And I thought, oh, Don't they do the nasal spray kids. anymore for kids? I, I, my son, six years old month or two ago got the needle also. I the needle, that. but not the nasal spray. They I don't, don't, know do. how I don't they think they offered the nasal spray. No. They don't do that anymore? They do, but I don't know how some places have it and some don't. I, I don't, don't know. know how they choose which ones they get or if they choose. Were you uh, scared of needles as a kid? I didn't like them. No one likes them. I know, I, I know, but what I mean is I didn't have a fit like that. I would get more like... I'd wince and I'd be like, oh, God, here it's coming in, it's coming in, you know, that kind of That's thing. That's pretty standard, but were you scared of needles? Um, Did you fall into the yes, I'm scared of needles group? I don't remember ever being like that, no. Okay. Uh, Whip, are you scared of needles? Uh, the same exact description as Melissa. I, I don't feel like I ever had a thing where I was uh -huh. like, oh, no needles, but I certainly didn't love it. Gotcha. 
Yeah. I, I think was, at that I moment, was terrified. Yeah. Just like your son? Terrified. Were screaming and cries and puking? Yeah, yeah. Really? Like uh, when I was a little kid, my uh, my godmother, who I was really close to, uh, she worked as a nurse, and that was the only person who could give me a shot. Mm. Well, so you would let her without well, going crazy? No, no, I wouldn't let her. She was the only one that could somehow managed to do it because i mean I, you know i i was six i'd get in fist fights with orderlies and that kind of thing <laughs> yeah. you know standard stuff oh, orderlies yeah is that what they're called uh, i haven't heard that yeah. word for yeah. a while and i like it yeah you know those big guys that come yeah. in that, that that keep order yeah, yeah right yeah they would come in i would get in fist fights you know shin kicking what age like did you stop acting like that and just take it like a man you how know? old am i now <laughs> i don't know tuesday maybe <laughs> I don't know, something like that what were you scared of then as a kid, Melissa? Um, I don't think I had any fears or phobias you, or anything. You were a kid. I mean, Every I, kid is afraid of something. Well, I remember jumping from dogs. The no. Airplane crashes. No. Uh, that one creepy janitor at school. No. No. I Nothing? remember jumping from the hallway to the bed because I used to think monsters were under the bed. Does uh, that count? Yeah. Something in your closet. Shills. Scary monsters. Scary monsters. There. Yeah. Whip. I don't know when this started, and I've mentioned it on the air, and I still have this fear of planes falling out of the sky. I always think they're going to fall on Even as a kid? Me. Yeah. I, you would I, ride it, your bike around your neighborhood and look up and see, you know, Delta 7, uh, Flight 761 flying around and think it's going to land on you? Well, my parents' house in Roselle, uh, the O'Hare flight pattern sure. is, is right along their house, and so the planes are relatively low uh, coming over their house. And I remember being in the pool when I was a kid, thinking like, oh, my God. And there's also the DuPage Airport, not far, small planes. I used to think like, oh, my God, that one's really low. No, that one's really low. No, this is going to be the one. This thing's going to crash. I used to think mm. that all the time. It, wow. never, it never actually happened. But Did they ever give you any pills for that? Some pills would help, I think. <laughs> Perhaps they should have. That's time for the Eric in the Morning list. We give you the topic. Let's see if we can get the top three. 312-591-6800 or 312-233-1019. Needles, scary monsters, planes plummeting from the sky. We're looking for the top three surprising things you were afraid of as a kid. I bring up Creepy Janitor because I went to a school where it had a scary boiler room. Mm. Oh, really? I mean, you're like in second grade, and you know the boiler room, which is where the janitor was, mm -hmm. in there doing whatever he was doing at that time. No one knew. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, scary, dark, really hot. There seemed to be strange noises coming from there. You walked really quickly past the boiler room. Really? Top three things that scared you as a kid. The kind of things that would cause you to throw up all over a nurse. <laughs> what a job. 312-591-6800 or 312-233-1019. If you finish first, you get prizes next on The Mix. Fear. I figure that's a good way to start the show. Fear. Hmm. Yeah. Why not? Things you're afraid of. Melissa took her son to get the uh, flu shot yesterday, and uh, he is uh, still sedated in the hospital from it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right. It was right. not pretty. Right. She actually had, uh, you know, in uh, Silence of the Lambs, how they had uh, Hannibal Lecter all tied up on that uh, on that cart to move him around with the mask on. <laughs> yeah, that's how they had to take her son and to get his shot uh, in order almost. to control him. It was yeah. not right. Yeah. Who had to throw up the uh, clean up the throw up? You or them? Them. Some. Well, I mean, I was still. I was like, yeah, I don't consoling. know. I got the hell out of there. <laughs> I was consoling. Uh -huh. <laughs> like they start cleaning uh, it all up. Rough day. Uh, top yeah. three things as a kid you were afraid of. Some good ones here. Paula, you lived in fear of what? My brother's hamsters. Brother's hamsters. Really? Mm -hmm. Were they mean they hamsters? Mm-hmm. Yes, with the teeth and yeah. up all night and oh, very scary. You know, I uh, I kind of get that too. I never liked that stuff either. They have you ever think back when you were a kid? Did you ever know anybody who had a hamster where they didn't say, didn't say to you, "Careful, it bites." No, they I had bite. hamsters. They were nice. They I have all one, bite. I have one now who she's mean. Yeah, she's so mean. They all bite. They're basically they're just rodents. Yeah, rodents ready to kill you and eat you. If they could, if they were bigger, you'd have no chance. Right. At number two, you were afraid of what, Candace? I was afraid of bees. Bees. It seems like they're they are attracted to my fear. I think they always yeah. want to come by me. Yeah, they can smell fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and your firearms are useless against them too. Bees! Bees! <laughs> bees, <laughs> bees everywhere! Right. God, they're huge! Right. They're ripping my flesh off! 
firearms used against them. Right. Your firearms are useless against them. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Jared, do you know the human head weighs eight pounds? Uh huh. Do you know bees and dogs can smell fear? There you go. Yep. And then finally, in at number one. Good answer. I lived in fear of this, and many kids did. Greg? Report card day. Oh, my God. The stress of report card day. Oh, yeah. Do not open that seal. Take it home, get it signed, and bring it back, and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. That's when you really worked uh, on your parents' signature back then, didn't you? <laughs> you had that thing down cold. I went to a Catholic school, the nuns. No, no, yeah, you didn't dare have do that. that. No. Oh, boy. Yeah, I remember yeah. when that was happening. My dad would say to me, you know, I haven't seen a report card from you in about four years. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm doing fine. That was great. For my, I'm on the right track. Check it out. I found five bucks in these jeans. That's nothing. I found a 20 in my old coat. Oh, yeah? I found $50 in my old fridge. Oh, uh, what? I had an old working fridge I didn't need, so ComEd took it away. ComEd took it away? For free! And they sent me 50 bucks. I'll even save up to $150 a year on my energy bill. Alright, okay, you, you win. win. Schedule your free pickup from the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program by visiting ComEd.com slash fridge recycling. Funded in compliance with state law. The Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast. Downloadable every weekday. This is 101.9 FM, The Mix, on the web at WTMX.com and via podcast. Hi, it's Eric, and this is the Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast, featuring highlights from our show on 101.9 FM, The Mix, WTMX Chicago, sponsored by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Chips, dip at a Mexico trip. Queso Fundido! Queso Fundido! Yeah, Michael Ferrani, James Bay, our special house band, Sister Hazel. I know, it's cool. Playing all your uh, nacho cheese jingles. Nacho fountain with six kinds of cheese on it. Yeah. Liquid cheese, like a cheese. Cascaded down? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you serious? Oh, it's amazing. Six different kinds. Swiss, Havarti. Yeah. What was the other one? Gouda. Cheddar. Gouda. 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 It's the greatest thing I ever heard. It's the greatest thing I ever heard of. Uh, we sent uh, Big Karwowski down to Mexico. Cheese. In search of uh, <laughs> queso fundido cheese. Uh, let's go live to the poolside chair where he passed out last night. Hi, Big Karwowski. Good morning, senor. Michika. Hola. <laughs> hey, you're a little on delay there. I think you might have passed out yeah. in that chair. How's, how's it going? Uh, it's great. Yeah. It's great. The uh, sun is uh, shining. Uh-huh. Just uh, rose over the ocean. Uh-huh. Turquoise waters. Uh-huh. White sand beaches. Gotcha. Nice. Secrets yeah. Playa Mujeres. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, so you're down there as a part of our advanced team getting ready for those two days of live broadcast. Now, when I say our advanced right. team, I mentioned earlier that you used to at least try to create the illusion that you guys were doing work. So you took an engineer down so you could do engineering stuff. Now yeah. you've even just trashed that. Right. You're not even pretending to go down to do any work. Yeah. No, we dusted him a long time ago. Right. So. Right. Dead weight. Dead uh-huh. weight. You know, when you when you need to go to the barbecue dinner uh, circus show, uh-huh. got to dust the engineer. That's right. Mm. I don't know what any of that means, but it sounds good. Right. <laughs> it sounds delicious. Plus, we're just going to do the whole show. That was the feature... Ah, sorry. It's the featured entertainment for tonight. Oh, okay. Well, now it makes sense. Oh, there we go. Wow. Uh, so coming up yeah, at 720, yeah, Big yeah. Carwa- Okay. Uh, 720 this morning, we're going to be giving away the very first uh, Apple Vacation. Well, not the very first, the first one today uh, for you folks to join us for our two days on the beach at Secrets Playa Mujeres. Um, have you found a broadcast location there yet? Uh, there are two or three to choose from. So okay. I'm uh, checking the uh, the satellite signal, the way right. we transmission right. the broadcast back to the states. Okay. So uh, by that, I'm doing I mean, some work. You just got to be able to check and see. Show. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We can just do the whole show on Facebook Live yeah. on an iPad at this point, can't no, we? Seriously. Yeah. It's totally fine. So <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah. Hey, just uh, don't. Don't wreck the advanced team trip, all right? No, yeah. no, no that's, I'm figuring that. that's why you don't need the engineer, though, because we could just do it that way. Is it true? Cynthia told me that uh, that secrets down there, they have a, a dolphin pool nearby, and that maybe, just maybe, every single room you get your very own dolphin. What? Is that true? Where they swim around your room. Yes. Really? Yeah, that is true. No. Oh, <laughs> really. my gosh. No. Yeah, yeah. Whip, every single room has its own dolphin. Oh, uh-huh. That would make it extra Whip. special, wouldn't yeah. it? Whip. I know. I, I bought it for a second. 
Jeez. There is a, there is a dolphin there is a dolphin exhibit that is yeah. right off the beach yeah. at the hotel here. Yeah. Uh, but okay. is it true? Uh, because Whip believes it that every <laughs> single room gets its very own dolphin. Yes, that is true. All right. Check <laughs> that one off. Uh, perfect. Perfect. Uh, now, uh, the trip being Queso Fundido, uh, we'll be having meetings today about a Fundido bar, and uh, we decided a few minutes ago, could we get one of those nacho cheese towers, too? Yes. Yes, uh, there'll be a variety of uh, cheese bars that will sprinkle the uh, the perimeter of the broadcast site. Perfect. Because hmm. everybody loves it. Cheese! Even it Oprah. It's funnier every time I hear it. It really is. <laughs> yeah, cheese. All right, uh, anything else we need to be aware of down there? Are you going to be sending pictures back? Mel is going to post them on social media? I will do that. And uh, to note, uh, the, the cocktail of the day today, the Caribbean, Caribbean Breeze, vodka, coconut rum, and a mixture of pineapple and carib- uh, uh, cranberry juices. <laughs> it's early Apparently day. you've had a couple of them. <laughs> right? yeah. I've, I've already had three, yes. Yeah, They are delicious. No doubt about it, huh? Jeez. <laughs> Very smooth. Smooth yes. like a Ken doll. Yes, they are. Uh, uh, all right, uh, Big Karwowski, we're going to anxiously anticipate getting some of those pictures from you and uh, more details. As they unfold, and we get ready for chips dip in a Mexico trip, queso fundido. Adios, muchachos. <laughs> he's hammered. He really is. He's hammered. Yeah, he's Can on delay. It? He's on he delay. He is hammered. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so be here at 720. That will be your chance to get all the details on how you're going to win today. Chips dip at a Mexico trip. Queso fundido. I think it's going to go really, really, really smoothly. Uh, we are finalizing the results of the Secret Eric in the Morning off-air poll. thought about this this morning because I had read this yesterday, and it's February 1st, and I try to avoid all things Valentine-slash-love-related, at least until February starts. Because mm-hmm. you've been seeing stuff the past couple of weeks about it, but I refuse mm-hmm. to even get into it until the month of February is launched, right? Yeah. Is Valentine's Day two weeks from today? Yeah. Uh, from yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah, okay. 13 days from today, I right? guess that would make sense, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, I was wondering, with 20-something and 30-something women, is Valentine's Day a big deal? What would you say to that? Kim? Good morning. I love Hi. you guys. Thanks. Uh, is Valentine's Day a big deal? No, I don't think it is. You can have that, you know that togetherness, that romantic stuff. You can have all of that any time of the year. People already want on Valentine's Day. Everybody's booked up and uh-huh. you gotta wait. And, uh-huh. No, I think it's overrated. It's a Hallmark holiday. It's overrated. Are you uh, single? Are you in a relationship? Are you married? Anything? I am married. You're married. Uh, now, do you think that, that yeah. your approach to Valentine's Day has changed from what it was when you were single? Absolutely. Uh-huh. I see. <laughs> okay. All right. So being in the relationship has <laughs> taken all the luster out of Valentine's Day. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I guess more or less as I got older, there's just other things that are more important to me than, well, you sure. know, yeah. Yeah. That's cards that's good. and chocolate and candy on Valentine's Day. Will you celebrate? What's that? Will you celebrate Valentine's Day? Like, uh, even in a small way? A little bit, but, yeah, we don't go all out, but we definitely do. We do cards and, and something small, but nothing, nothing crazy and, you know, reservations at Michael Jordan's or anything. Right, right. Well, Michael Jordan's not going to be happy to hear that. <laughs> So not a big deal because the study I had read that says or says that the millennial generation, unlike generations that are older, find Valentine's Day to be less of a big deal. So, you know, your parents thought it was a bigger deal than you think it is. Hmm. In fact, they have a percentage here on what uh, what percentage of millennials said it's not a big deal. That's the question we just asked to 10 unsuspecting 20 and 30 something women is valentine's day a big deal what do you think the percentage said it's not a big deal in our poll i'm gonna say 60 percent said it's not a okay. big deal all right 70 that is exactly right Whip's, Whip's been on a tear on these. Yeah. It used to be you. Yeah. Now Whip's on a roll. He is, yeah. for sure. 70% said not a big deal. Nationally, the le- the average was up to 54%, which was up. Yeah. So a little more than half. So prior to this, you know, in previous generations, it was a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though you might say it's not, think about that. If you're in a relationship and Valentine's Day rolls around and it's not acknowledged at all, will that be a big deal? 
in your house, Whip, will it be a big deal? Mm. Uh, yeah, a big deal is a stretch, but I definitely don't think it would be good. Like, yeah, okay, well, <clears throat> scrap the big deal in. Would it be acknowledged? Would there be some type of repercussion if Valentine's Day was not acknowledged? I think there would probably be a little bit of uh, anger or bitterness. and uh... By you or her? No, not by me. <laughs> yeah, by her. Yeah. And I think rightfully so. You okay. gotta acknowledge. Yeah. It. You gotta do something. Yeah. yeah. But not a big deal by any means. Because she's she in her thirties. So. Yeah. She doesn't want to. I don't. She doesn't want it to be a big deal either. And neither do I really. Is it a big deal to you, Melissa? I haven't thought about it, and so I could care less. Couldn't care oh, less. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. think that would fall into the not a big deal category. No. Nope. Even though you got that new boyfriend. And now it, it was a, like two dates. <laughs> You're jumping the gun. I'm just asking. On me a little bit. You just revealed to us yesterday, out of the I blue, did. that you've, I been, did. you've been dating some guy. I was sharing some information. Yeah. Opening myself up. That's good. <laughs> Thanks for that. Anybody listening who had parents who swore in front of you all the time? I mean, you're like four or five years old. Melissa's mom. GD this, SOB that. <laughs> what the A hole this. A hole that. She was doing that too? <laughs> wow. Really? You swear in front of your kid? Nope. Not at all? Nope. Never? No mm. slips? No, there might have been one or two, I That's guess. That's it, maybe. Huh? Yeah. Is that, is that, are you cognizant of the reasons why? Is it because of the way your mom talked? You don't? Because it's a different generation now. Yes. If you have kids now, it's like taboo to do that. Our parents, as you learn, eh, think <laughs> twice about it. It's no. funny because I think kids have more access to hearing it everywhere oh, but yeah. from their parents now than we ever yeah. did. Right, yeah. but we have to set an example. Right. Oh, I agree, but yeah, that seems to be working. Yeah. <laughs> 312-591-6800. Uh, hi, Carrie. Yes. Uh, well, of course, don't say the words, okay, Carrie? Of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. Your parents swore in front of you all the time? Oh, yeah. Even when you were they... a little kid? Oh, yeah. I, they're, you know, they're just words. I mean, you, you do with it what you please. Obviously, you know, there's a time and a place to say those kinds of things mm-hmm. or if you're mm-hmm. upset. But mm-hmm. people who say they don't swear, I don't trust them. Aha! Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust Melissa either. Right. <laughs> That's interesting, Carrie's approach. They're just words yeah. because the study was, yeah. does cursing in front of your child do any real damage? They just did a study on it. What do you think the results were? Mm. Oh, my gosh. I guess... Yes, by the way you're acting. <laughs> what do you think, Whip? <laughs> I'll just go no. Uh, Carol. Yes, sir. Uh, your dad used to swear in front of you nonstop. My dad had a sewer mouth, not uh, just a garbage mouth. Mm, of really? Mouth. <laughs> really? I, my dad was a volunteer fireman and an uh, ex-Marine, so... Ah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There was, part of the uh, DNA. It, yeah. I want to say the most important thing is I don't really recall him swearing at me. No, it wasn't um, at me either. It, no. Just at everything that broke. Um, you know, it's kind of like the dad from Christmas story, but really way vulgar than that. Mm. And I learned all those words, but never really, like you said, I was terrified to say them, but I slipped one day mm-hmm. and started his shoe. Right. Um, short- Whoa. Yeah, I can say it. You can't. <laughs> Do you think it screwed you up as a kid? And it, well, no, it's the funny thing is, is when my kids were born, um, oh, I was potty mouth in the car until they were about a year and a half because somebody told me they will remember that. They slipped once, not so bad. Uh-huh. And when they were about nine, I have 18-year-old twins now. Uh-huh. So when when they were nine, I gave them one full day to say whatever word they had heard without recourse. No <laughs> what was no your logic on that one? Um, to get it out of their system. It became not cool. You I'm know? wondering about the whole get it out of your yeah, system thing. Yeah, I think that's always like kind of a yeah. cop-out when yeah, people I don't, say that. I don't know that a kid goes, oh, okay, now I got to say it for that whole day. Now it's out of my system. I don't need to yeah, anymore. Then it's just broken the seal. He's going to say it all the time. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, does cursing in front of your kid do any real damage? Overall, the massive research study has shown the topic is inconclusive. That oh. helps. <laughs> oh, no. Thanks for that research. Yeah. Something that was brought up, though. Yeah. Uh, what they do respond to is the stress of cursing. There's a big difference between cursing around your kid and cursing at your oh kid. Oh, my gosh, absolutely. That's what the study has found out. Yeah. The Los Angeles Times claims don't sweat it if you drop the occasional F-bomb in front of your kid. Right, right. What do you mean, right, right? Well, I mean, I see what they're saying. I'm not saying, like, just do it all the time. Just a second ago, you, you said you don't do it at all. Now you're saying right, right. Well, I don't think it would hurt anybody if your kids hear you saying something I don't know. once in a gray while. I don't, I don't know. know. My dad said the F-bomb one time. 
And I remember Did it, it like I'm, yeah, I remember it like I'm sitting there right now. That's the same thing I told you with my parents. I remember right. one or two times when they slipped and it flabbergasted right. me. It still is a part of of what shaped you, isn't it? it? It still has you a little shaken. You know what's kind of funny about yeah. this? I, I, this is not a parents thing, but I remember because we never, we really never swore in my house, and I never yeah. swore at all. I remember one time I went to the playground with all my school friends. Maybe one of the first. You never times, swore at you all. You swear oh, now. You're, you're yeah, lying. Sometimes, no, sometimes I do. Yeah, no, as an adult, yeah, but as a as kid, a, at this point, like the point of the story, I'm at the time of the story I'm about to tell. I had not probably ever sworn in my life. Maybe it was third, fourth grade, something like that. Let's say. You're lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> you just don't remember it. Okay. I would swear all the time, but somehow I blocked that out. Anyway. I, do, I truly believe that. No, I, I'm telling you the truth. Like you didn't just test it out with a friend or something just to. No, listen to the rest of the story and you'll understand why I'm not yeah. lying. Okay. So I went to this playground with like all my school friends. Maybe one of the first times I ever saw a whole massive group of my school friends out of school. And I think it was in the actual playground of the school. For some reason we all met up. Anyway, the point is there wasn't much supervision. <laughs> we gotta give away a trip here yeah, pretty soon. But we want to hear the story, Whip, but <laughs> you gotta get to it. But all my friends were like cursing up a storm and I was like, oh my god, my world changed that day. It was so flabbergasting oh, to I, me too. I just oh. lost the woman whose grandma swears. I wanna, oh, oh, she's shoot. better. Anyway, so yeah. that's the point it, it, it used to really shock me all right yeah. you're okay now though i'm okay now i've gotten over it right <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad we waited for that i could tell he needed to tell that kept story. interrupting my yeah, story i can tell he needed <laughs> a little part of me wishes we would have interrupted it more <laughs> just a small tiny part all right a chips dip and a mexico trip queso fundido uh we uh, said uh, what are we celebrating specifically you can text us 60123, or you can call us 312-591-6800. But we have to call some of these people from the texts. Okay. I did so, see Swanee on the phone. Well, yeah, but we got it yesterday. I don't know. All right. So am I picking? I don't know what I'm doing. This is different from yesterday. Am I picking three of these? Is that what we're doing from these texts? I think Swanee's uh, nodding, indicating yes. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, our options here, let's uh, let's pick our favorites here, and then we'll talk to some of these people that called, too. Okay. Uh, I'm celebrating my new microbladed eyebrows. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that is. Do you know what that is? Yeah. What is it? Uh, that's uh, microblading tattooing. Oh. Okay. All right. I mean, I believe so. All right. Uh, I'm celebrating that my honeybees survived the winter. Congratulations. Hmm. Uh, Taco Bell nacho fries. Uh, those are delicious. <laughs> celebrating the sixth anniversary of me getting frostbite that forever changed my life. I don't know what that mm -hmm. means. Right. You're celebrating that? Uh, my boyfriend and I have decided to move to Ireland. Oh, that's... Wow. That's a big... Okay. I earned 50 cents on my Walmart app. Congratulations. <laughs> 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 I like that one. <sighs> The cap of the dishwasher soap dispenser lifted and my dishes were actually washed. I don't know what that means either. Uh, sometimes that doesn't happen. It can be very upsetting. Uh -huh. uh, let's just grab some of these, too. Uh, Cindy, what are we celebrating? Our 27-year-old daughter is moving out. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> there you go. Uh, is she moving out or getting thrown out? No, moving out. We wouldn't throw her out. Is she moving, moving out, out or being gently suggested to move out, move out? Are you like... Go. <laughs> no, we're like, all right, do your thing. Ah, that's so sweet. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. you're gentle. Uh, Vanessa, you're celebrating what? Hi. So I just got my third nipple removed two Fridays ago, and I've never worn a bikini. And now you can. Wait a minute. And now I can. Where? <laughs> so you've got the you've got well, the two I, you've got the two usuals. Two usuals, and then I had one on my back. It was a, on your back. You had a rogue one on your back. Yeah, so it, it was not cute. Did it look so like now, that? Did it look like that? It looked like an areola with a uh, yeah. Oh so my it did. Gosh. Okay, uh, and because of that, you couldn't. You had to keep your back covered. Yeah, so I never, I've never, I'm 35, and I've never worn a bikini. Wow. Well, that's, that's great. You got it removed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're going to Mexico. Uh, I, I'm not, 
I'm still processing the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, this you're going to join us. Sure. Yeah, we're just going to do this. Right, now we're you just can gonna, wear your... We're going yeah, to celebrate you, minus a nipple. You're going to wear your brand new bikini. You're gonna, wow. It's going to be fantastic. We're all going to have a riot. Congratulations oh my gosh. on uh, two things, on winning and uh, on your nipple removal. Enjoy Thank that, okay? Thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> Hold on a second. That is a reason to celebrate. Mm, that is. That is. Congratulations. Mixed morning mind bender. The five types of guys you should be sure to kiss in your 20s. Your checklist of five types of men. The number one being what kind of guy that also happens to be Whip's favorite 80s band. Was that? I, I thought that was a pretty good clue. I love it because I'm really stumped. Really? Yeah. I guess. The number one type of guy you should kiss that's Whip's favorite 80s band is what, Sharon? Obviously foreigner. That's true. Too. Am I right? Yes. You love this song. I love this song. One of my favorite songs ever. There you really? go. Yep. Well done, Sharon. Nicely done. How's your day going? Pretty great. All right. It's oh, about good. to get greater. Uh, what do we have for Sharon? <laughs> you want a gift card toward a 50-minute massage or facial from our friend. Sorry. The good part. At Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa with 11. Different locations throughout Chicagoland. Visit. Hannonstone.com to book your appointment today. <laughs> the foreigner is the number one type of guy you should kiss in your 20s. You ever kissed a foreigner? Melissa? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Remember I dated that guy from um, Scot uh, Scotland. Yeah, Scottish. the Scottish love hound. Yeah. Oh, there have been a lot of guys. <laughs> I forgot about him. Yeah. Now Melissa's got some some new boyfriend, new guy. Apparently, so it's a date. new man of her dreams. New, right. You right. going on another one? Uh, I don't know yet. Discussed it yet? You haven't discussed. You you talk every day. I through text usually. But nobody's uh, said, hey, you know, how about uh, a nice romantic dinner or anything? There's been no talk yet. You know. All right. No. Uh, number two on the uh, <laughs> types of guys that you should kiss in your twenties, the young guy. Okay. You need to, you know, be 28 and find yourself a 21-year-old college guy. Yeah, okay. I did that once, too. His name was Jesse. Of course it was. was. Uh, <laughs> number three, the old guy. So you got to kiss the young guy and the old guy. Okay. And if you can find yeah. a, an old guy who's a foreigner, you can knock two of them right off your list yeah. right there. <laughs> Especially if his name is Jesse. If his name is Jesse. You were Jesse's girl. Number four <laughs> on the guys you should kiss in your 20s. The guy you don't like. Why do you want to kiss you him? You know, like the, I don't even like you kind of grudge kiss. Oh. You know? Like you're cute, but I don't like you. Right. Huh. Yeah. Maybe he was your first kiss. You kissed him playing truth or dare. You were just plain blind, stinking drunk. However, every time you remember the fact that you locked lips with him, it makes you cringe. <laughs> Years have passed, and you still ask yourself why you kissed him, and you can't find a real or decent reason, but you know it was an important part of your life. Hmm, I've never done that. Really? And then finally, number five on the types of guys you should kiss in your 20s, the guy you really like. Well, yeah. He might not like you back, though, is the thing. Oh. You really like him. Okay. You crush on him, you, you know, you're like a schoolgirl around him. The young guy, the old guy, the guy you don't like, the guy you really like, and foreigner. Another uh, observation, and I don't know how you guys feel about this. I I've reached a point where, like, if you look on social media, we we're just talking about Mel D back there in social media who keeps track of all this stuff. Is it bad for me to now want to unfriend or unfollow or whatever on social media anybody who goes on any type of political dissertation, regardless of, uh, I'm talking, I don't care what side you're on. I I'm just tired of being lectured. It's not bad at no, all. I think a lot of people feel the same Miss, way I've, you do. I've been doing this for a while. Have you really? Yeah. Because there was one I just read in there, and I'm not even going to say, <clears throat> it's a radio guy, too. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Who uh, goes into a big, long, protracted lecture, and he does this all the time, one way or the other way. Yeah. Uh -huh. And uh, regardless of politics, I'm just tired of hearing about it. No. Yeah, we, we, it, I agree with you, and yeah. I have been doing exactly that, unfollowing. You don't have to unfriend them. You don't have to never talk to them again. Just unfollow. They will not pop up in your news feed anymore oh. and annoy you oh, that's true. without you realizing you're about to be annoyed. Unless it's on Twitter, you can unfollow them there, too. Well, that's right? true, too. Right. And then uh, as a follow-up to that, and this is going to sound bad, but I, I think there are more people that feel this way than, than you might 
initially anticipate. Do any of you feel the same as me that you would like to be less inspired on social oh. media? Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, you go on all, like, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, and all day long, it, it's nothing but inspirational quotes, mm-hmm. which are great, but at some point, I, I'd like to be less inspired. Yeah, and those inspirational quotes and people putting them out there have been around now for a while. Oh, yeah, forever. Because, you know, people have... Um, Hang, things that they hang with inspirational quotes in their home right. and all kinds of stuff like that too. I mean, you can, you can just just glancing through Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, you can find about thirty straight inspirational quotes. And I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying I'm saturated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know. it's it waters it down. Right. I'm I'm, right. I'm I've read and heard so many that they just don't have that same impact anymore. Too much inspiration means you're going to end up with no inspiration. Right. Well, there you go. So I'm okay being less inspired. I think it's normal. All right. I think we should go for less inspiration now. <laughs> well, then, so? then, the, then the actual inspirational quotes, right. if they're only peppered in once in a you'll while, you'll get the impact of them better. Like, I have a couple people on there that every day they put one or two of them up. I would love if one day they just uh, went on there and said, hey, guess what? You know what today is? Today's going to suck. <laughs> have a good day. And that'd be the end of it. I think you should actually tell me how how great the day is going to be because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I'll bet you get a lot of thumbs up from that one. Yeah, probably. All right, maybe I'll put that as my status. (laughs) I would like to be less inspired today, not more. (laughs) Get to your calls here coming up in just a second. After reading this uh, letter, I believe my wife is egocentric. She has five framed pictures of herself around the house. Even the wallpaper on her tablet is of herself. Oh, nice. Yeah, she likes herself. Nice. Now, it's okay if it's you, like, with your buddies or your kids or... That's okay, right? Or is that not okay? Should you have a limited number of those pictures as well? Like, you shouldn't be included in too many pictures around your house. I think that's more normal. Yeah. Uh, You encountered something like this, Gary? Hey, good morning. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, What did you Uh, encounter? um, I was dating a gal for a while, Mm -hmm. and um, she is a photographer. Yeah. And she uses herself as her primary model. Okay. So um, in her house, there were several pictures of her. Mm-hmm. She's a boudoir photographer. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Good job. Yeah. So it's yeah. Pictures yeah. of herself so, in lingerie. So she's trying. No, I shouldn't say trying because uh, I was about to say. So she's trying to pass it off as work, but maybe it is work. Or was she trying to pass it off as work, Gary? I think it's a combination of the All two. Right. So... Um, so you can go into our house. There are several pictures of herself uh, in various forms of undress. And uh, there was a probably a 24 by 36 poster. Oh, hang on. Uh, uh, Swanee's going to want to get that address. So <laughs> after, hang on, we'll get that. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, go ahead, finish. Go ahead. Oh my goodness. All right. And then um, uh, screensaver on the phone. Of course, you, you had mentioned that. So right. that, that, check that box. Right. Um, and, and hundreds of, of selfies. Uh, as on, far on, as the eye could see. Was it a red flag? Yeah. You know, not at first, obviously. You know, right. you, you look at that kind of thing, you go, hey, this guy's cool. Right. Um, but after a while, it, it it definitely was. It was somewhat, it appeared to be some, uh, I don't know, uh, egocentric, maybe sure. narcissistic, mm. maybe obsessive. Hmm. Self-absorbed, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, no, no kidding. kidding. Oh, I just had a guy. Where'd oh Red go? Oh, my gosh. Red's uh, wife is a photographer, and uh, he has pictures of himself hanging all over the place. I mean, it, it would have fit nicely. It would have. Ah, Red, call back. Oh, look at Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hey, how's it going? Uh, good. You've encountered this as well? I have. Uh, my college roommate, and not in our apartment, but our, in our teeny tiny dorm room, uh-huh. she had pictures of herself all over her side of the wall, but not just of herself, like close-ups of her cleavage shots. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> I just like how you she, said it, too. <laughs> she displayed personal cleavage shots for the whole world to see on her side of the room. Yeah, and it started out as her face, and then as the pictures progressed, they would get lower and lower, and then I swear, if my memory serves me, one was just her boobs. Right. We see that a lot, too, like on Facebook and Instagram, too, where they'll take the picture of the selfie, you know, where they'll be like, how do you like my new makeup? And you can tell it's not really the makeup they want you looking at based on how the picture is framed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Was it like that kind of? She was pretending it wasn't about the cleavage, but it was initially? I don't know, but it was in my face all the time because yeah. it was a tiny room. Did you, did you ever mm-hmm. find out why? No, I just left. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah sometimes you just got to move out. Best move. Mm-hmm. I, I was having whip check real quickly the uh, website that was uh, tipped to us by Dr. Allison, who said, hey, you want to be uninspired? You should go to despair.com. You'll be uninspired immediately because I want less inspiration on social media. Right. Yeah. It's starting to get watered down how uh, everybody's sending these inspirational quotes and you mm-hmm. read about nine of them in a row and like, all right, I've taken all the inspiration I can take for today. Right. Is there anything on no. there? Yeah, well, first of all, it's a site that sells wall calendars and stuff with all these different uh, discouraging anti-affirmations, I guess. Uh, So some of them are on here, though. Like, for example, uh, and they always have, like, a big picture and then the big headline word, like an actual inspirational thing would have. But then the the, the text underneath it is de-inspirational. Dream small. It's your only hope for success, really. I like that. That's one (laughs) of them. Shoot low. Uh, Never give up. Never stop trying to exceed your limits. We need the entertainment. Never give up. Never stop. That's actually inspirational. Yeah. That's not. That's no, we not. need the entertainment because you're trying to exceed oh, your oh, limits and right. you're going to fail at it. We can laugh at you. You're a failure. You're right. trying, but I you're going to fail. Yeah. Okay. Uh, expect expectations. Refuse to accept anything but the very best, and you are never going to last around here. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. That we should put that up here. <laughs> yeah. Speaking no of expecting the very uh, least out of yourself, that's what this guy has done. How about this? Chef makes an unusual request. Michelin grants it. Now, you know the Michelin that ranks yeah. restaurants. You know, you get a certain number of Michelin stars, and mm-hmm. it's a big deal, right, in the restaurant world. Mm-hmm. Right. In an unprecedented move, the Michelin Guide allowed a three-star chef to withdraw his restaurant from its prestigious listings. So well, he called Michelin after getting arguably the most prestigious listing you can ever get as a restaurant and said, can you take me out of there? Why? Why? Well, Sebastian Braz, who's the chef, had announced in September that he didn't want his restaurant Les Sequet in southern France to figure in the guide anymore because of the huge pressure involved, and he didn't feel like trying to meet it. Oh. Wow! Good, He's like, listen, for him. He's you know what? We've been incredibly <laughs> successful to, uh, to a point that now we're listed here, and people have these huge expectations that I'm feeling way too much pressure to meet. So just pull me out of there. I just want to do regular restaurant right. food. Right. I, I makes a lot of sense. Get it. Yeah. yeah. Take some pressure right and listen to Melissa. What? I, I, I feel that way each and every day when I come in here to do my job. You got to do what you love, but you're right. doing it for yourself, not for everybody else. I wish all of the traffic people, all you commuters, would put less pressure on me to be accurate. Right. right. It's not fair. My job would be a lot easier if you would expect right. less from me. Life isn't perfect. Check it out. I found five bucks in these jeans. That's nothing. I found a 20 in my old coat. Oh, yeah. I found $50 in my old fridge. Oh, what? I had an old working fridge I didn't need, so ComEd took it away. ComEd took it away? For free. And they sent me 50 bucks. I'll even save up to $150 a year on my energy bill. All right, you you win. Schedule your free pickup from the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program by visiting ComEd.com slash fridge recycling. Funded in compliance with state law. The Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast. Downloadable every weekday. This is 101.9 FM, The Mix, on the web at WTMX.com and via podcast.